right, but tell us a bit about yourself. Why are you doing this podcast? Why did you decide to start this? Well, it's for me, it's like a CV. So it's something to look back on in like a year, six months, year and a half, two years, look back and say, look what I was talking about. But you know you might not get hardly any views. I don't care if there's two views. It's like a CV. So You know when you put a CV up? Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it, like, who do you want to see it? So you just want to talk about football? Oh, in general, yeah. Okay. There's too, too much topics to cover, but in football generally. Okay. Yeah, so when I, it's for the future, it's not for now. So when I give it out, people I meet, especially in football, in the football world, there's a lot of people you can meet. I know a few. I can put them onto this. I can invite them on. This is just the first show. First podcast, first show. Again, I don't know how any of it works. Bring them on, talk to them, get a discussion, share views. That's all it is. Okay, six, six. So then I have to ask you, who is your team? Arsenal. <laughs> yep. Arsenal. Okay, so tell us a little bit about, you know, what do they need right now? Are they, how's their form looking? What their form? Useless. So we've got Arteta in, who comes from Man City, Guardiola number two. But the problem is, we haven't got Man City type players. So his system coming over, he's trying to make it a Man City number two. But we can't play as them because we ain't got the players. So, you pay a lot for them? You've got people like Mustafi, yeah? Mustafi is next to useless. In the air, no, in the air, he wins every header. You watch him play every header, he wins. When he tries to play out, which is what Ateta wants, he can't. So it's a waste of time. You can find so many players in the non-leagues, League 2, League 1, who can win headers, but, but can't play out. But that sounds like a positioning error rather than... No, no, he's a defender. But what, that's the thing. When you take over a team as a manager, everyone has their styles how they want to play. Like, I want to pass out from the back. I want to do this. You can't do that. You play is what you got. That's what it is. Simple. It's like, uh, imagine you're a director and you've got actors. Except you can't pick and choose the actors for your role. You can't do that. Here's your actors. Make the film. So you can't say, oh, I want to do a, a drama with this, with that. If your actors aren't like that, what can you do? You can only do what they're like. But hold on, hang on a second. I remember the, the everything everyone was saying was we need to get Wenger out. So we've got him out now. And have we seen, have we seen a big enough improvement from the team? No improvement. We've gone down. But that's, down. that's because other teams have gone up. They've improved. You can't match Man City for money. They can buy anyone they want in the world just like that. So they can get the best in every position. They even got the best manager in the world. Another team, and it shows you with Liverpool. With Liverpool, uh, the team they won the league, the team that Klopp started with, is completely different. There's only about one or two players who were there on his first game, and that was only four or five years ago, to the team now. That's unbelievable. Yeah, speaking of them, they just. What, how do you feel about them winning the league? Yeah, of course. They, they don't very good. They haven't lost a game, setting what they have. But setting records, how, how they did, was good. But what they've done is they've picked positions. They've picked players who play a certain style. Klopp wanted two fast wingers. So he's got Mane and he's got Salah. He's got Firmino who drops in. That's his system. So if you were to replace Mane, who do you replace Mane with? He's an attacking fast winger. You replace him with another attacking fast winger. Simple. So Klopp has an idea in his head how he wants players to play. Mm-hmm. 
So you all you do is get them type of players. So any club, you give the manager faith to how what players they want. So that's when you see a style of play. If you see certain managers, you understand their style of play. Guardiola plays with uh, usually a 4-3-3. And he wants the best in the world at them positions. His goalkeeper, when he first got there, was England number one. I think he was number one, Joe Hart. Joe Hart couldn't play with his feet. Even though he's a goalkeeper, good in his hands, he couldn't play with his feet. Everyone knew his time was done. Guardiola just got rid of him. Brought in a player from Barcelona who could play, was dangerous because he was dodgy, but he would play with his feet. Now they've got probably the best goalkeeper who can play with his feet. He can kick their whole length of the pitch like it's nothing. He plays with wingers, wingbacks, up and down. If they get injured, he'll go out and spend 40, 50 million on another world-class player in that position. So it's like, it's again, it's like a, a director. If you're a director and you can pick and choose whatever actor and actresses you want, most likely it's going to be a hit. You want someone who's funny, who can be sad, who can do that, you'll pick whoever. You want someone who can be dramatic, do that, you'll pick whoever. When you just got given what you got, you have to make it make do. You can't get uh, The Rock, for instance, and go, I want you to cry and act emotional. It's not going to work. It's stupid. But if you was looking for an action star to be big, strong, Rock's number one. So it's similar to that. So with Arteta, he's trying to do like a Man City, but he hasn't got the team. You look at the way Man City passed the ball. Even this, it's a hard pass. It's driven. All of them, bang, bang, bang. You look at Arsenal pass, it's so soft. They don't split the player. They look up and they go, no, 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 no. And they pass it backwards. So there's no attacking play. It's very easy to play against Arsenal. Very easy. If you're disciplined, you can play against them. And that's the difference. You need, Arteta needs to have an idea of how he wants to play, such as he needs to I understand the film he wants to, and get the actors, get the players in who fit them roles. And the board have to back him. Because when the board give you the money, they go, okay, you decide what player who you want, there, 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 and that's what happens. By Arsenal, it seems like the board are in control. Okay, so who, tell me who are the strongest, who are the contenders right now? Who are the gladiator teams that are the main contenders? Man City right and Liverpool. It's them two by far. Then you've got Chelsea. Chelsea are starting because of Lampard. They're starting because he again he believes in the youth, but the youth team. A couple of years ago, Chelsea youth team was ridiculous. They would kill every other youth team. Under eighteen, they would batter everyone. They were the best around, and instead of promoting them to the first team, you had Mourinho, you had other managers in Chelsea who would just let them go. It's like they need success. I ain't got time to develop youth. Now Chelsea had a transfer ban, so they had to play the youth. And now it's paying dividend. Let me check. I actually put out a tweet on this. Now, Kepa, they played uh, today. Kepa, the goalie, they've got a goalie for 71 million, the most expensive goalie ever, and he's useless. He just made two mistakes today, and Chelsea lost. He made two mistakes. Mm -hmm. They've got about five, six world class, not world class, but they've got top Premier League players now that come from the youth. Okay. And you're telling me there wasn't a goalie? So they went and bought, and Chelsea are one of the main rich clubs. They'll go out and buy whoever they want. It's only because they got that transfer ban, they couldn't just do it. But again, Kepa, 71 million, and he's making mistakes. They could have invested in youth, but you know. But that's the thing. Lampard, he has an idea of how he wants to play. And that's all it is. Alright, so how important is teamwork? Everything. Every Teamwork is hard. When you're playing, training, 
you're training in a team five five days a week. So teamwork naturally comes. You'll get training drills from the manager, it naturally comes. Okay, so I wanna I wanna talk about obviously you say that they've they've gone down, but we have Who just, Chelsea? Well Arsenal. Arsenal. But we have just had a a global pandemic, you know. So now nah, before that, before that. They've gone down before that. It's players. It's what it is is it's do you know who wins the league? Who wins the match? Generally. Best players. When I say best players, the better team wins. If you have better players, you win. That doesn't mean you have more expensive, it means you have better players. And with the hype you believe all these players are brilliant. All Arsenal players are brilliant. You compare them one on one, yeah. And for fair judgment, you'll see Arsenal about fourth, fifth, sixth in the league. So we want to be top four. We so want to be number it's one. Almost like they're, they're, it's, a, it's their brand that gives them the hype, but really they're not actually world-class players. Exactly. That's a, you play for Arsenal, you're considered oh, your top tier. You'll be an international level. But you're not. You compare them, you see the clear difference. Right, That's so what give, me your, give me your top five players right now. In Arsenal? No, just in, in, in all, any clubs in general. Ah, that's... A, it goes on form, goes on everything. Messi obviously is up there. Uh, I don't, I don't. I re, Ronaldo, uh, he's a bit old now, but he's still pro, he's still performing, he's still scoring. But Messi's up there. Uh, De Bruyne. Uh, that's a hard one because you can pick ten, eleven, twelve, and it's the impact. Virgil Van Dijk, who's a defender. Defenders don't really get considered up there. He's up in there. So. Top five, again, but what he does for Liverpool is ridiculous. But for me, top five, and it goes if you're performing, because you can't say you're good and you're not doing nothing. But I'd say Messi, De Bruyne, Salah and Mane, both Liverpool, and Van Dijk, three Liverpool players, just for what they're doing. You know, you got you got Real Madrid players, you've got uh, Bayern Munich, Dortmund players, but... For me, them, yeah. Okay, so um, how do you feel going back to COVID again? How do you feel now that football's back? Again, I don't. It's not. It's back, but it's about money. It's not really back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you football isn't back. Not so officially. What Would they have all had to have been tested to play? Oh yeah, it's Premier League. It's not. It's not like. It's like I'm trying to compare it to like something else, a TV show or films or. It's 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 there's so much money in football, yeah. especially the top leagues that they had to do it, because yeah. you can't say finish the league. This is how it is, because teams will go no 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 no. There's millions at play here. You can't do that. So you think ne- they might be neglecting the safety? Of, of course, players? of course, of course. Players have even refused to come back, saying um if I come back I can get sick. Yeah. It, it, there's too much money involved to them to stop it. That's all it is. Do you still find the matches enjoyable now that there's no crowds there? Yeah, because it's, it's, again, it's about the players. The audience, they bring a bit extra to it, but again, it's, well, I, it's I the watched, players. I um, watched Manchester United playing uh, Brighton. Brighton, yeah. yeah. And I don't know, when they scored a goal, it was like they went over to kind of congratulate uh, Greenwood, but it just kind of seemed weird. It just it seemed like they were congratulating, but they weren't. It was just weird, you know. It was different. Like there wasn't the crowd. Well, yeah, adrenaline. When you when you play normal football and you score, you're happy that you're looking at your team. 
you play in front of a crowd, it's a different energy. And the bigger the crowd, the bigger the energy. And it's, it's pure adrenaline. That It does give you, it's like fighting, like a boxing match. You in the street, and then you in a massive arena. That adrenaline alone, it gives you, it does give you a boost. A, a percentage, I would say, maybe 5% more. No, I'd say, I'd say even as little as 40%. Uh, I wouldn't, but again, it's different types of players. There are players who get like hyped up. Yeah. Other players, they don't care if there was no one there. I mean, it's funny because obviously some, you know, not not recently, but I remember sometimes when there'd be like World Cup matches where, you know, there'd be like a black person about to take a, a corner and someone would throw a banana, a banana at him and call him a monkey or something. But now it's like, and that, that might fuel you to do something, that right? might make your game feel more shit, but like now it's just like there's nothing. There's nothing. What, oh, so it should be like that? No, I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel confused and I feel like the, I don't feel like the player's spirits are there without, the, without a crowd. Oh, true. That's a funny example you give though, you know. All right, what about positive discrimination game coaching? Have you heard about uh, this? Uh, it's so hard because I'm a coach. But it's true, out of the top uh, 91, 92 league clubs, uh, that's Premier League, Championship, Division 1 and 2, there's only, they say, five, six, six, six uh, BAME coaches. So BAME is black, Asian and ethnic minorities. So they say there's only uh, yeah six. And it's a placement scheme to get more coaches on it. But... I mean, I understand what they're saying, but what it is, it is, is positive discrimination. So it's for good reason, good cause, it's still discrimination. Because you're going to have loads of people, white, even like myself, who be like, hold on, that's not fair, that's not right. But I, I understand where it's coming from. I imagine it will be a small percentage of BAME that will just have to be let in to fill a criteria. I don't think it means... But that, that that's what it is, it's papering over the cracks. I've seen... Like, where we're from here, you've seen loads of black coaches. Now in youth football, there's, there are loads. Yeah, what's, your, what's the ages that you coach? Coaches, it's all different ages. You can coach from as little as four to all the way up to men. So is it for you, do you feel like you've seen diverse groups? Yeah, of course. Where, but again, it's the area yeah, we are. Yeah. Where, where we are, white is the minority. It's true, right around where I am, white is the minority. If you're British... You see someone white, you'd be thinking, are you Eastern European? There's hardly any British. All the English are kind of outside London or in a certain place of London. They're not in the inner city. But that's, what, that's the thing. Again, it's, it's broad because we, we, even here we have such a narrow mind because everyone's mixed where we live. It's very hard to see anything different. You know, even it's weird. You go to all white English area, you're like, oh, okay. Because when you grow up here, it's, 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 it's different. You grow up, again, northwest London, it's, it's, it's so diverse. It's ridiculous. But then you see, all you see with the diversity is you see the good people and the bad people. And it's not about skin colour, it's the way they act. Yeah. So you clearly you judge them. It doesn't matter where they come from. You're assessing, are they dangerous? Are they cool? Are they this or that? Yeah, but... Again, with the, I'd say with the BAME coaching, it's, it's more fundamental because at the end of the day, coaching, especially in the top leagues, is about results. If you win, they want you. But again, it's making getting the players listening to you and understanding and having a style of play. Do players listen to all types of coaches? 
For instance, if you're looking weak, you're looking frail, there's a reason why most coaches and managers are older than all the players. There's a reason. Not just experience, but if you have someone telling you what to do, it's very hard to listen to someone younger telling you. It's like even in retail. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you've got a young 20-year-old telling a 26, 7-year-old what to do. 100%. There's always going to be a bit that. They have to respect yeah, now in that's what it is. It's like even I see it a bit. You see it a little bit in personal training. I'm a personal trainer too. I'm not the biggest, but I know what I'm doing. But if you get a big strong guy looking like that, most general people want to listen to that big strong guy. Not not everyone, but the majority. No one wants to listen to some skinny guy who doesn't know what he's doing. But then again, it comes with. Your understanding, your charisma, the way you can detail. And again, it's about results. If you have results, like in personal training, if everyone's recommending you going, this one's good, mm. you'll, you'll get somewhere. So it's, again, it's, I think it's a fundamental problem. And I, I know a coach, Ash. He's an old black coach, old black guy. And he, he comes, he says the problem, he thinks the problem is he's not being listened to. And he says from... People have been conditioned, you don't listen to this black guy, you don't listen to him. Yeah, why are they, and it's that mentality. If he was on here, he can explain it more. He, he claims, it's like, don't, when they're young, they're, they're taught, don't listen to blacks, don't listen to the black coach. And he says, even his black players don't listen to him. And he says, if I brought a white guy in saying the same thing, they would listen to him. And he's saying that's the issue, that the players don't give him the same respect. So it's it's difficult there. But then again, if you that's the thing, if you fit the image, if you're older, and that's the thing, it's hard because I know so many black coaches and they're good. There's no difference between them and the the white or Asian or whatever coaches. It's not overlooked, it's again it's the opportunities. Remember where you live. There's not a lot of opportunities. Where 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 we live now is Northwest London. How many chances do you get in Northwest London? You go to any club in Northwest London, yeah. ma- uh, a hefty majority of the coaches are black. Why? Because that's where most live. Yeah. It's the other countries and or count other places in England. And so if I wanted to take my son now to one of these and get him started, what? Would, oh, that's you can go anywhere. Yeah, but would they get? Who's got the best connections? You reckon? And who do you think? You know. What do you mean? Like if I, you know, if I, if my kid was good. And it was really it's, it's, if, if you're good you'll get seen because no results again it depends on what position and uh, again it, uh, youth football is really difficult because everyone wants to win no matter what so in youth football they're separated into age groups so if you've got someone who is 10 but he's six foot and he's built and he's strong and physically really advanced, mm-hmm. everyone would want him. Why? Because he would make your team win. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all it is, winning. It's not about development, it's about winning. So all of the majority of all of the academies have players who are physically advanced. That's it, physically. Not technically, not mentally, but physically. Then they try and teach them the technical side. Because mm-hmm. it's true what they say, you can't teach your physical side. You've got a kid who can run 100 metres in 10, 11 seconds and he's 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. There's a high chance he, he can get into an academy. But as soon as he's 16, 17, 18, he gets found out and he can't play because he hasn't got the mental ability or the technical ability. Mm-hmm. 
then they get uh, released. Yeah, well, we've got a few tweets here. One of them's from Corbin FC, I think it's Corbin FC, replying to BBC Sport, and he says, Absolute simpletons, and he replies, thinking that any non-white people will be hired regardless of ability. This is about equal opportunities. Only six out of 90 managers are Bane, and that's not because white people are better at it. So we got that from him. I, I get what you're saying. That's true. We got another one from Dean Cook, 008. Equal opportunities, or will it become fulfilling a quota? 87.2% of the UK population are white. The FA has set a target for 20% of the England team's coaching staff to be from a Bain background by the end of 2020. And he says, maths doesn't add up to me. Uh, that's, that's, again, that's positive discrimination. You know, if you have... The majority in the country being white and you're saying oh no there has to be more but i get because you look at the majority of players though mm -hmm. how many players in the leagues are what's the percentage of white black yeah, it's, true. it's not that percentage it's not 80 percent white there's uh, uh, i don't know i don't know the exact percentage what in just the england team or not look even in the england team again there's like uh, at least 40 percent 50 percent black so that's the thing, I think in the future, you give it 10 years, you'll start seeing black coaches in predominant roles. Because most... Those, those, those levels are, in terms of finance anyway, are just, they're just on another level. What do you mean? I mean, I think it takes a lot to even manifest getting to... Oh, yeah. It's, a lot of it is luck, yeah. and a lot of it is connections. Look at Chelsea. Chelsea's manager is Frank Lampard. How much managerial experience has he got? Mm -hmm. He was at Derby. Mm -hmm. One job before this and now he's there. Now, Raheem Sterling came out with something like that. He's like, how come these guys get straight into the job and you got Ashley Cole, you got Sol Campbell, who don't, who struggle? Well, you can say Sol Campbell at managing. He, he's had his chance. Mm -hmm. But again, that's the thing. You do get fast-tracked. But then that, that's life. You know, because you can be a good coach, but Again, if you ain't got the connections, the experience, because at the end of the day, this is the thing. Football is a business, a multi-billion pound business. It's not all fair. And it's like a corporation. How can you be in charge of McDonald's? How? Tell me. How, how would you go if you want, I want to be the CEO of McDonald's? Well, you start, you know, if you're lucky, you get a job there, you start low and you work your way up. But then they're just going to look at somewhere else. They're going to look at another firm. Externally, yeah. Exactly. I have, so you're the general manager of McDonald's. Okay. Now you're the regional manager. Okay. How, how many years CEO experience have you got? None. Well, well unlucky. Yeah, that's what I'm There's saying. There's this you guy... Wouldn't, you wouldn't in, just be able to bring exactly. black folks in like that. You know? Um, that's the thing. It's, again, it's connections. It's all who you know. It's, it's like that. It's a business in football. The, luckily, with players... It's kind of a business, but it's more ability. If you're good, you're good. Everyone wants to win. It should be like that in managing. A good coach, you get your time, not good, go. But loads of coaches who fail at loads of clubs, they get given another chance and another chance and another chance. But it's who's, who's appointing them as a, as a manager. It says here in a tweet from Telegraph's Women's Sports, the FA and EFL do not monitor the number of game players in the elite male and female game. So, that's the thing why should they because you get whole discrimination if they do but I'm pretty sure you look at loads of Bane players in the the 
all the football leagues, there's it's a it's a good mixture. Guarantee it's not eighty percent white. But that's a, uh, again, it's it's a difficult one because you can't force people's hand. But again, what I would call it positive discrimination. But it's you know. What about, okay, so we've talked about that, we've talked about um, Arsenal's form, we've talked about Liverpool winning the league. Um, so you got any questions on football? I have a bullet point here, I can't actually remember what I was going to say, but it's talking about grassroots money. Uh, Costs a lot of money on a Sunday, right? Oh yeah, grassroots football. So tell me a bit about So, this is the thing. They complain about grassroots football, but the money. If you're a coach and you're qualified and you're good, You'd want to get paid. Mm -hmm. So, but you could say it's unfair for players who have no money. Because that's the thing. Unless you have parents who really back the kid. Because yeah. youth football, you have to drive all the way, all the time. Yeah. You have to drive them for training. And especially if they're under 14, you can't let the kid go on their own. So they you have to... Go on their own if they're under 14. Well, you can. But most parents, they don't let their kids go anywhere until they're 14. No, but I, I remember so, playing football matches in primary school. We were playing against other schools. And schools, that's different. That's completely different to Sunday League. Sunday League is separate. Mm. It's like, uh, for instance, playing any other sport. Tennis, for instance. Mm. And you have to go to another tennis club 10 mile out the way. Yeah. And there's no minivan. It's how do you get there. So that's what it's like. So parents have to drive their kids around whatever area you are. So they need to have money already. They need to exactly transport. If they ain't got transport, it's a trouble. If Obviously if they haven't got money, it's a trouble. Yeah. So, and if you want good coaching, yeah. most of the time nowadays you have to pay for it. Yeah. And if you ain't got the money, what happens? Oh well, that, that that's a big divide that happens. Yeah. What about these academies that are popping up? Academies the same. Unless you're really good, you get into an academy. But before, it's like a tier system. Before an academy, there's something else, like a shadow squad. Then there's a development squad. Then there's another thing, and then there's grassroots. So there's like four different, four or five different levels. And until you, unless you're at the top one, you have to pay for the rest. And it's not cheap. And that's the thing, it's not cheap. There's no scholarships. There's no FA paying. If the FA paid the coaches, and they'd done a system, it'd be fine. But grassroots, there's so many teams, and... It relies on volunteers. And the volunteers are parents of the kids who know hardly anything about football. And that, that's the struggle. So unless, again, you're willing to have a parent as your son's coach, how do you expect them to develop? You have to invest, invest, invest. And if you ain't got the money, and if you're an inner city kid with no money, what happens? But that's with everything, though. If you have dreams that you want to pursue, you're going to have to... Exactly. Look at Leonardo DiCaprio. You're telling me they just looked at him and saw him in the street one day and said, hey, you'll be good. Come and get into our film. No, his parents are pushing him. His parents are going, go for this audition. Any child actor, any young, the parents are pushing him. Same as football. All the main footballers now, their parents pushed them. There's a reason you see different races excel in different uh, aspects. I'll give you a general example. Indian. Indian... Where do they push their kids mostly? Private schools. Well, is it in sports? Not really. No. Yeah. It's school. Get your school yeah, first. Yeah. Doesn't matter how good you are. So, who becomes doctors? Who becomes lawyers? Who becomes Indians. 
but it comes from the parents their discipline of push their kids here 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 and you can see it in almost the majority of races where but the main thing is you need someone pushing you and if you haven't got the parents backing it's very difficult because yeah. if you're on a team that's struggling and the coach is no good where do you go unless you talk to your friends where do you go the pushy parents are like, I'm going to find you another club. I want to go there, I want to go there, I want to go there. And that's if they know what they're talking that's about. That's if they know what they're talking about. I've, been, I've seen it so many parents who get conned by other coaches. Do you, want to, do you want to play for Arsenal? Sign for my team. Sign for my team. We play for Arsenal. Yeah, my son's going to do, 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 do. They sign, they play for the team, and it's just the manager wants the player. That's so what it is. how can I tell? How can I not make that mistake? If I want to put my... Again, it's very difficult. All it is is having the faith... Of if your kid's good enough, he'll make it. And there's different aspects. Uh, under nines, under twelves, and under eighteen. The chances of getting seen after sixteen is very difficult. You have to go through the non-league way. And if you're good enough, you'll get seen. How many co how many players are in academies now that make it to the top? Not many. They all get released. There's only like like zero point one that make it everyone else gets released but the idea of I play for Man United so I'm good alright just cut off there um, but I think that that was half an hour so except for having a nice outro that was pretty good I think that was really good I don't need no outro oh is that it? yeah ah, no problem could go on for ages about that but I saw all it is, is I can feel it. It's me talking about other... St I've had this conversation so many times. So it's regurgitating stuff. That's what it is. Yeah, but most of the stuff I say is true. Without parents pushing, you don't get nowhere. Especially the young kids. Because they can't do it on their own. And they ain't got the knowledge. Yeah, that was six.